Hello and welcome to another episode of Conscious Healing with Randall Wegener. Welcome to all of you. Today's episode is about our life is an animated manifestation of who our soul is on the inside. So how we act, how we think, how we look is all an animated manifestation of uh, who our soul really is, of who we are at the core of our being, which is our soul. And, you know, some manifest it in a very, you know, intellectual way. They, they don't, they don't show and let the true essence of their soul shine. You can tell that it's somewhat repressed and they're just thinking their way through life. And some come from beautiful, soulful place. You can feel their hearts open and they engage in many heartfelt experiences so you can see how their hearts open and some are just playful in life and you just see them and they make you want to smile just seeing them and their kind of playful innocence in their energy as they move through time and space so we need to kind of think about you know who are we at the core soul level of our being and how how do we want to show it? How do we want to share who we are at the soul level with all of humanity and truly be true to ourselves at the core level? And that's something that, you know, first we need to understand the journey of looking at the soul. And I've mentioned that in several podcasts in the past of just ways of, of looking inside. And you know, the breathing technique is still the key of just allow your breath to slow down. Um, the style I use is Vipassana a breathing technique where you inhale and exhale through your nose, but you pay attention on the inhale as it enters your nose in the very tip, and as you exhale, how it exits the tip of your nose, and that's where your focus is. And so doing meditations like that that just slow your mind down so you can understand and see who you really are and feel who you really are so then you understand how to exist you know we're so programmed in an intellectual way of this is what we're supposed to do this is who we're supposed to be and so everything's kind of an intellectual collection of rules and regulations and shoulds and shouldn'ts and aspects like that in life and you know when you're a kid there's the different stages you you know you have to be a first grader and these are things you learn and you know through all the different grades and so life has levels that you you complete one level you go to the next level you complete another level you go to the next and you continue but then once you're out of school and once you're out into the world there isn't that you know jobs have their you know, different levels and goals and things like that within your profession, but there isn't that same structure anymore. So you can really learn to be you in whatever you do. So whatever your job is, learn to do it as you, not as an intellectual understanding of a ro- kind of a robot of what you're supposed to be doing in life. And that's how most people exist. You know, they're they're very good at getting up every day and going through the same routine and knowing what to expect and then 
coming home and starting all over again the next day. And So we need to have an understanding of everything that we do in our daily life can be done from a spiritual level. It can be coming from the core soul of who we are, not just an intellectual understanding of the steps that we have to go through. So step back and exist in a state of awareness, aware of our existence, aware of what we're doing as far as our thought patterns, our physical habits and tendencies, whether it's foods, whether it's whatever it is that we do, just have an understanding of how we live our day-to-day life, how we see it, how we feel and experience it, and then have an understanding of how does this serve me? Is it healthy? Is it benefiting me? Is this helping me understand who I am at a core soul level? Because that's truly the ultimate goal of life is understanding our soul, the divine aspect of who we are, the God inside of us, the aspect of God inside of us. And so, you know, understanding who we are, understanding what we're doing, then we can live out this more animated manifestation in a healthier way. A lot of times, you know, we have different areas of our body that we have discomfort, pain, suffering, and having an understanding of how that serves us and how there is that mental-emotional connection between the our our physical body and manifestation and our thoughts and feelings and so having that understanding you know through my life I've had lots of you know digestive issues I you know came in the world being really sick um, and kind of spent my whole life challenged with different eating just not disorders but For me, food was never something that I wanted to have because I was so sick when I was real young that it just became something I needed to to consume. So, you know, I have so many friends that have this love and this passion for food, and for me it's kind of like, uh. But I realized as I've gotten older that part of it also was I was having trouble stomaching this lifetime, you know, I struggled to fit back into a physical body because I was so happy in the spirit realm. And I came back as this to be my last lifetime, hopefully, completing all my karmic requirements. And in doing so, it's allowed a lot of adventures on the physical level and mentally emotional. But, um, but having an understanding of how that has served me, you know, what about life was I not able to stomach? And how do I learn to digest all of life's experiences? <clears throat> not just food, but we have to digest life's experiences itself. And, you know, sometimes there's things that even our our conscious or our intellect can't grasp and understand. And a lot of times it'll feel like we have a knot in our stomach because of that and we get really anxious or upset, then a lot of times we get a stomach ache because we're not able to digest the experience that we just had. We can't stomach what we're going through at some level. So having this kind of understanding of body awareness, um, you know, from a Chinese medical perspective, some of the the basic organ and emotion um, attachments are 
lungs. The emotion of the lungs are grief. So sometimes unresolved issues with grief can develop into some kind of respiratory disorder. Um, And so, you know, especially right now with the pandemic, you know, it's really the one organ that we need to stay healthy for the the COVID is our lungs, but yet we're in such a grieving state, which makes our lungs weaker, more susceptible for the spread of it. So to be able to process grief and to be able to understand it, be aware of it, but don't embody it, don't allow it to become part of who you are. And that is with all emotions. I'm not trying to convince anybody to not be an emotional being and not to fully experience life at its fullest spectrum of possibilities, but not to have an attachment to the emotion. So when you're in a period of grieving, grieve. Fully put all of your energy into grieving at that moment of time, and then let it go and go back to the harmony that exists as who you are. So another deal is um, anger. Anger is the emotion of the liver. And so a lot of people just have such deep-seated anger in, at life and frustration because, you know, for us, we think, why can't everybody think like us? Why can't it be this certain way? And so most people sit in a state of judgment. They're always judging how other people think, look. We even spend a lot of time judging ourselves, but we're so stuck in this this paradigm of consciousness that is all about opposition or separation. There's white and black. There's up and down. There's in and out. There's good and bad. There's all these different separations in life. And so there's a certain judgment that you have to have to create that. If you stay in a state of awareness that, yes, up doesn't doesn't exist without down, but you don't have to dwell on it or put any energy into it. Just move through time and space with the understanding that exists. So not to have to go through life and judge everybody else. Let people speak what they want to speak, but we don't have to take it personally, you know, and hopefully people will speak with a heartfelt open consciousness. And those that choose not to speak in a heartfelt way, we don't have to give them power by listening to it because People's words are just a vibrational frequency of sound that moves through time and space. And it's us up to us to either give it meaning or not give it meaning. So the sound can just resonate around us and we don't give it any meaning, so therefore it has no purpose or can't hurt us in any way because it's just sound, like a plane going over or something else. We hear random sounds, but we don't give them energy It's just an awareness of, ah, yes, a plane. Ah, yes, somebody is speaking. And I'm not telling you to disrespect the person in front of them because that may lead to other problems or situations, I should say. But just not to take it personally and take energy within yourself. So, you know, allow your body to process anger and find ways of, healthy ways of of moving that energy out of your body. You know, for a lot of people, it's going to the gym and working out. You know, a good bicycle ride on a stationary bike or out on the road if you can, out out in the real world if you can get out there. You know, some have boxing classes, whatever it is, but move your chi. 
You move your energy. So many of us get our energy stuck and we don't know how to you know, move forward. We just get, we get into these repetitions, these routines of day-to-day living and we need to find ways of moving our chi, expanding our chi, staying healthy, you know, from a medical perspective, you know, cardiovascular, increase your pulse for 15 to 20 minutes a day um, for healthy heart and blood circulation. So there's a lot of things to do with that. Back to the organs. Um, the spleen, excessive worrying, excessive mental preoccupation. And, you know, that's a lot of people were always we're either angry, frustrated, or worrying about everything. And so, you know, there's a direct connection between the liver and the spleen also. When the spleen becomes weak, the liver becomes in a state of excess. So it it's mimics all the anger and frustration. So it creates an imbalance in the body, which the stomach and spleen are paired organs in the um, earth element. And so then anger, frustration, excessive worrying can also lead to digestive problems all kinds of different disorders or diseases um, are manifested from spleen deficiency or liver excess problems. So again, having an understanding of the different parts of your body and how our mental emotional state is a direct influencer on our physical body because I firmly believe in all my years of working with people that a majority of all cases have to do with the mental emotional state. I've had people in car accidents that after the second or third session looked at me and they said that I'm not really here for the car accident, am I? And I said, no, but they had to have the car accident to have a reason to come in the door to work for themselves, work on themselves. So did they cause the car accident? Not directly. No, but was it an energetic um, necessity at some level for their process in life of where they were? Yes. Sometimes we need things to shake us to the core, to, to shift us, to motivate us, to take care of ourselves or to look at the deeper realm because we get very complacent. We get lazy and comfortable in our day-to-day robotic routines and we forget that we need to keep looking and searching deeper inside to understand who we are. You know, don't get comfortable with the illusion try to have a, a quest or a, a, a hunger for understanding the reality of the spiritual beings we are in our existence here and why we're here. So you know, be able to look at, again, I've been talking about looking at the patterns of thought. You know, if you th- see that your patterns are a repetition of negative thoughts, then that's what you will attract to yourself in the outside world. The universe can only mirror whatever energy you put out into the world. It cannot create something different. So if you're thinking negative, feeling negative, acting negative, the world will present you with negative experiences. But on the flip side, if you think positive, feel positive, act positive, then the world provides you positive opportunities because you can see them. Your vibrational frequency is that which attracts and recognizes the frequency of positive experiences. When you're a negative, even if something positive is happening around you, you won't necessarily recognize it because you can't see it because your vibration is different. And everything in life is based on some kind of vibrational frequency for existence, even at a cellular level in the body. 
viruses, bacteria, you know, diseases. There's vibrational frequencies to life, living forces itself. And so having an understanding of how we unconsciously alter it and then learn how to consciously heal that because we're all the true healers of ourselves. We surrendered our power and there are situations where we definitely do need doctors, but there's a lot of situations where we can also heal ourselves or prevent the manifestation of the diseases ourselves. And that's the key is to exist in a state of mental, emotional, physical peace and harmony that allows us to sustain a healthy existence, not trying to always heal what we've created, but stop the creation of the diseases in our life. So having that awareness of who we are and our thought processes and, you know, we, again, looking at patterns of life, you know, one of the ones I always find humorous is when we get really stressed, one of the most important features or aspects that we need is oxygen. Oxygen keeps the body um, relaxed. It keeps our mind alert and present in the present moment. But one of the first things we usually do is hold our breath. And so we have to look at these goofy aspects of we kind of sabotage ourselves naturally. You know, we need to focus on something really intently. And so we often, again, hold our breath and just focus as if the breath is going to interrupt it. But the breath is the key to staying present, to being able to have our consciousness there, to know what it is we're focusing on, to have an understanding of staying calm and at peace in the moment. So we need to to change our thinking patterns that will make a huge difference in how our physical experience is manifested. Um, know it's if we look at life as being full of obstacles and burdens then that's what it becomes but if you can repeat a mantra of I have no burdens or obstacles I have awareness because that's the key to life is exist in a state of awareness aware of everything that's going on at all times but not taking any of it personal not allowing it to change who you are not to let it create dis-ease inside of your body. And there's crazy times we're living in, but you also have look at the possibility of this is a great time to be living because sometimes things have to get stirred up before they can settle down. Sometimes you have to be fully aware of what the situation looks like before you can heal it. When you're making something, you stir up all the ingredients together and then it comes out as a wonderful cake or cookies or whatever you're making. So you, life always exists in polarities. Everything is an aspect of light. You have very, very dim light and you have very, very bright light. And so there's always a sense of balance. So that for, therefore, it doesn't create conflict. And now there are aspects of the dim light of the darkness, I should say, that's getting darker and darker, but that's allowing us to get lighter and lighter all the time also. <laughs> Excuse me. So not to sit in a state of judgment, but just sit in a state of awareness. Doesn't mean we condone their behaviors by any means. 
It's just that we're aware that some people choose to do certain things. We can't change others. We can only change ourselves. And if more of us hold the position of light, we know who we are and we hold our light, each one of our lights shines brightly, then we will heal this planet because there's great potential for healing on this planet of a massive shift in consciousness. The feminine energy is becoming more predominant and is helping to heal Mother Earth and helping to heal humanity. And as the yin, the the feminine energy becomes more powerful and more present, then everything comes back more into a sense of balance, no more, not as much sense of dominance all the time. And we can heal Mother Earth. So let's all work together in finding a sense of, of peace and harmony and and allow our animated manifestation of who our soul is to be fun. Allow it to be free. You know, it doesn't mean everybody has to skip down the street and act crazy like kids, but you can be free in whatever you do, whatever your job is. You know, at times, you know, I'm scrubbing my toilet or cleaning my floors or something like that, and my spirit and soul is still free. Because I'm aware of what I'm able to do. I'm aware of what I am doing. But I'm not trapped trapped in any perception or limited thought process about that. I'm still free no matter what it is that I'm doing. And that's where I, I pray for all of you to, to get to that place where you can exist in a state of complete and total awareness of everything going on, but not become any of the situations that you're experiencing, to be able to be completely free of of the overwhelm in the structure. You know, like overwhelm is a cause of scoliosis in a lot of people, just too much pressure in life, and so it creates scoliosis or spinal disorder. So breathe. That's I say that quite often, but that's very important. If If you could all get into a routine of daily breathing, of if you can take 5, 10, 15 minutes even and just quietly breathe. You know, I tell people when you go to the restroom, just sit there and turn into a meditation of breathing. Um, Whenever you have time, just allow yourself to go into that state of breathing and that will create more oxygen for digestion, clarity of your health, of your mind, and your physical body health. So, be present in the breath. And that's the greatest way to set your soul free because it slows down all that chatter of the monkey, monkeys in our minds and allows us to be present with who we are. And that's our daily goal is to be the best us that we can be and to allow ourselves to manifest this animated um, soul and have so much fun with it. And remember, please... Thank you all for being you and just enjoy being you and blessings to all of you. Thank you very much. Enjoy.